0: Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to the second episode of Conscious Connections. I am Jalissa, your host, and today we're going to be talking about um, mental health and specifically mental health when it comes to uh, becoming a mom. Today, I have a guest who I know from childhood. Her name is Melissa. Uh, Melissa, you can go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hi, everybody. My name is Melissa. And like Jalissa said, you know, we have some childhood past um and I am very honored that she asked me to be a guest and first of all I wanted to thank her as well as congratulate her for creating this podcast and her motives behind it and her intentions I think it's
0: amazing thank you so much you know just doing it for the community and for people like us who didn't have that growing up so I think it's, it's very important player. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how it's been um, your journey about being a mom and how it's, you know, changed your perspective on mental health. Sure, so growing up, you know, I didn't have it easy
1: um, like many of us do. I can say now as I grow up and I look back, like back then I thought I was living a happy, healthy childhood. Now as I grow up and things come into light, um, I realized that it was not that way. And now as an adult, I've had to learn how to heal and cope with come to light. And it, now being a mom, it has put a lot of those things into perspective for me um, as to how I wanna cope and deal with all of that myself, as well as learn how to teach and you know, help my son understand mental health and be there for him as well. So that's kind of where I'm coming from and where I'm going to tie all this together. Um, When you asked me to be a guest uh, and I started brainstorming about, you know, what topic I wanted to discuss, so many came to mind. And that's because referring back to your intro about mental health and that it's something that should be talked about daily, weekly, if not monthly, like you mentioned, I picked a topic that many can relate to and that should be talked about and I want to contribute to this conversation by talking about mental health as a mom and what that means how it's impacted me and how as a mom or a parent sometimes we feel like we can't talk about how we feel because we're afraid of being mom shamed or because we shouldn't be feeling like this quote-unquote you know so. Being a mom or a parent, it's not easy. You know, it comes with its everyday challenges. It makes you confront your mental health on a daily basis, and I think that's why it's so important to talk about it. Uh, you have your everyday thoughts at night, like I was too impatient. Uh, I should have dedicated more time to him. He ate too much junk food, you know. But then overall, you have these overpowering thoughts as well, like, am I raising a genuinely good person? Is he happy? Uh, Am I enough, you know? So I've learned that it's important to be conscious of your mental state and your own needs because you need to be okay in order for your kids to be okay. And in my opinion, there's a few reasons for that. To raise emotionally healthy children, to be their role model and their teacher on how to cope and positively feed our mental health. And that can be easy considering many of us are still learning how to cope and grow. Mm -hmm. While at the same time, we unlearn everything that we were taught or thought we knew about mental health and emotions, because unfortunately, yes, this topic is still taboo, like you've mentioned. Mm -hmm. So we should be able to discuss and identify what we're feeling and make those connections and correlations as to why or what made us feel that way. And if we can learn to do so on the daily with the small stuff, I feel like it can come easier to us to navigate through the bigger triggers in life, like loss and trauma and breakups, et cetera. All those things that you've mentioned and that perhaps a lot of people that we're gonna meet on here have gone through. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've learned to do after having my son and realize that I need to identify and not only identify, but validate what I'm feeling whether it's stress anger disappointment defeat or other feelings that come with motherhood or anything we go through in life Mm -hmm. Um, and let myself feel accept that it's okay to feel but more importantly to cope with it and coping looks different for all of us and that's okay and just knowing that that way you can overcome that feeling in that moment if possible or soon enough that you can move forward and conquer the next feeling because there will be more whether it's that day or the day after or anything else that's thrown at you you know
0: so you uh you mentioned coping you know you're a mom so it's a little different you know you coping alone than coping with your child what do you do to to cope like what are the some of the things do you I know some people they'll do like physical exercise they'll just go on walks yoga I don't know sometimes people read journal um yeah for me
1: um coping for me looks like some time to myself definitely I only have one kid and I can tell you you need that time to yourself okay so coping for me would be you know time to myself um journaling is also something that I do I haven't in a while but as you know when I find the time just jotting anything down even just quotes or anything that helps me you know Um, another thing that helps me with coping especially with a toddler is just knowing and repeating to myself like this too shall pass Mm
0: -hmm. this too
1: shall pass like nothing lasts forever you know this tantrum will pass or (laughs) this feeling will pass you know
0: yeah
1: that's one of my ways to cope and just you know positively feed my mind mm. and prepare myself um, that this too shall pass that's so true. because when we don't I feel like when we don't cope um, that's when we start burying or suppressing those feelings
0: yes that's very true
1: yeah and neither and that doesn't benefit you or your kids you know Yeah. so yeah. this is something like I said I'm still learning with my son for example I'm helping him learn to identify what he's feeling. He's only two, and yet he can already identify when he's mad, sad, or upset. Like I, he can be going through something and I'll ask him, okay, what are you feeling? You know, and just let validating his feelings and letting him know it's okay, that what he's feeling is okay. And that, uh, you know, if he's mad and he tells me he's mad, it's like, okay, then what can we do about it? How can I help you? You know, um,
0: so important. Sometimes,
1: know. yeah, sometimes he just needs a hug. And then he goes about his day. Sometimes he needs a break from whatever it is he's doing. Sometimes, you know, he needs to be left alone like as we do. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important to have those conversations with our kids. And, you know, together we're discovering what it is that helps him cope. Because like I said, we all cope differently. Mm -hmm. And I'm letting him discover that, you know, like I can offer my, my help and let him, you know, try this or try that. But at the end of the day, the goal is for him to be able to identify and cope on his own
0: that's really good because a lot of i'm not looking for you of course you've done a great job with your kid but i'm talking about like from what i've seen from my parents and the other people i've seen you know family friends or whatever and there's sometimes especially with the boys if they feel sad they can't cry and you don't it's not really validating a kid's feelings so i think right. it's really important especially because you have a boy you're not yeah. teaching him to suppress those feelings because yeah. You know, for example, my fiance Alvic, like he told me there's times where he can't cry because he suppressed all his emotions and he told me no, jealous that you can cry. I can't cry. Like I can't I can't even if I put all the pressure on myself to cry, I can't even do it. So I mean that's great that you're doing that with him. You know, one day he'll be able to express those emotions and he won't have like other men that suppression of emotions, you know, you don't want right. to see that. They no, that's, that's the goal. That's definitely wants the goal to get
1: him to, like I said, express and validate his own feelings. And by doing so other people will too, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, it opens up that door. So that's my goal with him. And like you said, it it's true. Like I, when I found out I was having a boy, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by girls. Um, there's not a lot of boys in my family. So I was like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do with the boy? <laughs> at first i'm like what do i do with the boy you know but then slowly with time and as he grows it's like okay i know my role now with him like it's to teach him to be the man that i want him to be you know that the world needs that to help him reach those goals and set those goals with him to be a genuinely good person you know a good man so and i think this is where it starts you know with mental health and being okay and knowing that it's okay to not be okay and And working through it yeah so that's that's where we're heading with him you know and having a partner that supports you you know like his dad um you know we we don't always see eye to eye and raising children and that happens you know and that's where a lot of these problems come but you know if you can navigate that together and you know see that it's the best for them you will get through it. Um, you know, another challenge that I faced recently discovered and started to grow in is boundaries, and that came from being a mom. So by that, I mean this. So for the most part, I'd consider myself to be or have been because it's something that I'm working on and I feel like I've grown in is that I've been the type of person to make up excuses for the way others act, um, to take responsibility for the ways others act towards me, specifically, you know, Um, to give and to give. um, And I'm not saying that it's wrong to give. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that when I had my son, and as time goes on, and he gets older, I've caught myself not making excuses or taking responsibility for those who show no interest in being a part of his life. Um, I found it easy to cut ties or remove toxic people from our lives, knowing that it benefits my son, you know? So, without a doubt, knowing that if someone isn't contributing positively towards my son's life, it's okay to set boundaries. So, that's something that came to me naturally when I became a mom that's and great. that now i'm taking into you know um applying it to my own life
0: that's crazy. not just as
1: a mom yeah it's, so that's what it
0: has taught me like
1: it took, yeah it took me being a mom to take this step in life to set to be okay with setting boundaries it's, for myself
0: that boundaries with people especially when um I'm not sure you know because i'm just going based off how i was raised uh there's not a lot of boundaries um there's very um you can't have your me time because that's selfish it's a lot of that and it's like uh we're family so it doesn't matter so but it's like that's the type of situation that i've been in that i've had to set my boundaries um but i could imagine you know i don't have a kid but if i had a kid it would just go all the way up you know so i'm glad that, you know having him made you realize that about yourself that shows how much of an impact he's made in your life and that's that's exactly great.
1: that that's that's why i decided to talk about this because if, it's, if it wasn't for him i don't know that i would have grown in that area yet
0: yeah you know,
1: i mean i would have still been getting stepped on you can say or taking advantage of or just so, giving and giving and thinking that's the way it's supposed to be you know but now having him, I realize it's not because I know I'm willing to give everything for him. So if other people are not willing to just contribute a little bit of positivity into his life, why should they be a part of it? You know what I mean?
0: You're, you have all the right to do so because you're the mom, you know?
1: Yeah. And all I want is the best for him. And, you know, if somebody's toxic in my life, then they're toxic to him
0: oh for sure that's and that's where
1: that came that's where that came from you know that's where that that rose from that I'm like okay if I can do it for people that are you know affecting his life personally why can't I do it with those that are affecting my personally at the end of the day also affect him
0: yeah because everything that you're feeling is like without you thinking it, it's and cautiously spewing onto him you know a oh yeah you know
1: they yeah it's, so- it's insane how and I feel like you know, I can say that we're on the right path because he knows when I'm feeling a certain way. So he validates my feelings, well, just so- like <laughs> I can validate his. You know, so it's, it's
0: like than you think. Yeah, it the kids like they really feel emotion like full mm-hmm. on. So it's yeah, and then
1: you learn a lot from them without them knowing it. Oh, that's and then, so- that's kind of where I'm going with all of this. You know, that being a mom really changed your perspective on mental health and makes you more cautious of your own mental health because like I said you want to be okay for them to be okay yeah so you know um I've always struggled with that with how can I continue to being myself yet not take be taken advantage of like I don't want to be cold this cold person I don't want to you know what I mean like I don't want to be that person yeah. but sometimes yeah like how do I still give and be me while not feeling like it's only Mm one-sided so I've learned to give what you get that boundaries are okay that as a matter of fact they're essential Mm -hmm. to our mental health that you grow more when you set boundaries and you focus on yourself that without losing who you are and still being you know yourself with others but with boundaries it's something that I'm still working on like I said and something that will take time and I've accepted that that's okay but having my son made me realize that at the end of the day all you have is yourself and that's all you need that you need to work on yourself to be the best version of yourself and in my case for my kid
0: that's that's pretty amazing that your kid really made you feel like that you
1: know yeah and like I said and I only have one and I can imagine you know what it is how much harder it can be for those that have more kids but at the same time how much more rewarding it is That all these kids, you know, that your kids, your own kids, are helping you grow as a person, and they don't even know it.
0: Yeah, but it also takes like you have to give credit to yourself too. You know, it's your kids, but it's also you because you can have those kids, but if you're not ready in the mental state that you need to be in, those kids will, you know, sadly we've seen this throughout time. If the parent's not in the right mental state, they will ruin the kid as far as their childhood and uh, you know give them trauma up until like their adulthood and. I'm just glad that you, those moms are in the bright mental state, you know.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And like you and I have mentioned, you know, a little bit um, about our childhood that that's what happens. You know, you, you grow with trauma, you grow with, and these are stuff that we have to unlearn. And if we're strong enough, you know, we can overcome. And I want to let moms out there know that whatever it is you went through or whatever it is you're still going through, like you can be a better version of yourself for your kids and you should you should try you know because it's important not only for you you know as a person but as a mom um to like I said pay that forward to our kids and um, allow them to be in a healthy mental state and grow up emotionally happy mm-hmm. and knowing you know having the tools to to grow in that area in this way it's something that we we pass on
0: yeah i totally agree with you i think one of the most important things is like for me i kept telling myself you know i might have not had the best childhood but it doesn't mean the shit has to repeat for my kid you i, think- know, I really made a big deal that i wasn't gonna you know get with anyone who I felt like was mentally unstable or who had any type of you know my past with my parents like any type of well specifically my dad any type of like drug addiction or um, you know alcoholism issue I didn't want that in my life and you know thankfully I don't have that either even though I was very close to getting to that point Um, I decided that I didn't want to repeat my parents mistakes and you know thankfully you know in the future, when I do have kids, I'll be able to apply the same knowledge, you know, that
1: absolutely. And I think it's amazing that, you know, um, women like you, you know, that have gone through stuff, um, you were able to, or you are able to say all these things and, um, think all these things through right now, before you have kids, you know, and you, you already know, you know, what path you want to be on when you do have kids and what you want for them. I think it's very important. I always knew I wanted to be a mom. I always knew that I didn't want my kids to go through what I've gone through. You know, like every parent we say, or every person, you know, we think I want my kids to have more than I did. I don't want them to go through what I do. And that includes mental health. That includes, um, you know, traumas. That includes being able to cope. And so I think it's very important for women out there parent or not you know to listen to this and be you know mentally prepared for what it is and how you want to raise your kids
0: that's that's amazing you know I haven't well, because I'm not a mom but I have a lot of friends who are moms and uh you know they're all around my age and I just watch everyone I used to actually not want to have kids for the longest time because it was not because I wasn't capable or didn't have the ability to be a mom you know it's more of a a fear of having the history repeat itself same thing with marriage I was like oh hell no I'm not getting married <laughs> you know same thing. normal things to think when
1: you are going through something you know and yeah. once you hit that acceptance stage and that healing process it opens up a whole new world for you and you see that it does not have to be like that that it does not have to repeat and it starts with you yeah
0: that's very true
1: okay um is there anything you wanted to add you know no you know I I hope that you know my story and even though you know I didn't go much into detail just overall Mm -hmm. you know how a kid can change you and how you should, you know, uh, like I said, push this forward and raise emotionally healthy children. And it starts with you. I just think that's a powerful message within itself. And that if you are a mom, like I said, you know, you can be the best version of yourself.
0: No, yeah. I honestly think everything that you spoke about is great. I would love to have you as a guest again, you know, as the podcast develops, you know, you are my first guest. So that's like a super cool thing. Um, I didn't really put into too much thought who I was going to have as a guest. I just knew that I wanted a variety of people that contribute to this larger conversation about mental health, especially when it comes to like average people like us, you know, everyday people, you know, that are just going through the motions, you know, so Thank you. Absolutely, I
1: feel like I said I'm very honored and uh, absolutely I'm willing to come back. Like I said, there was so much things that came to mind that we can talk about because it's something that we all go through. It's something that we don't all have it easy, and mental health um, affects us on a daily, like you said. So, you know, like I said, I'm honored and I'm definitely willing to come back and can't wait to hear everybody else's story
0: okay well thank you guys for listening this is our second episode of conscious connections Mm -hmm. with melissa if you guys liked it just let me know and um i will be setting up more social media stuff so you guys can follow up on that and leave comments but uh thank you to anyone who just started listening i really appreciate it okay